Hello, and welcome to Be Yoga Live with Jenny B. I'm your host, Jenny B, coming to you from Montreal. Today, we're welcoming Dominic Tombuzo, who's a, who's a, you know, some of these people, I don't know where to put them in the friend category or the teacher category or the, the Tanant category, somewhere somewhere in all of that. The Tanant category. Welcome, Dom. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you, Jen. I'm doing well, and I'm... I'm like delighted to be here to, to share this next half hour with you and, 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 and the people that are watching. So thank you. Thanks for the inv invitation. My pleasure. So looking forward to speaking to you. As I was saying a moment ago, um, you're the first person coming on the show, on this very new show, to speak about the subject of Ayurveda, which um, is very directly linked to yoga. So we'll talk a little bit about, uh, uh, about that link because some people, myself included, are teaching yoga um, or have been teaching yoga and, and have never really cross, came across the word or even understood what it meant. And I, I'll always hold you in that spot of the person uh, who first really made me understand what, what the heck this word was. I was teaching yoga already for some time and, um, and I saw Dom around. We both worked at Happy Tree. He was the massage therapist there and I was teaching yoga. And uh, oh, all, all, the only thing he ever talked about was Ayurveda, whether it was that there was no way to warm up the food in the studio or, or whatever the thing was. And I admittedly, um, my reaction, as I've said before, to Ayurveda was to you know kind of roll my eyes and feel like it was just this general thing, like you open up the newspaper and it says you're a Gemini, so you must be this way. And I, I had an aversion to that, but uh, in meeting Dom, probably first through having a massage with him, an Abhyanga massage, which... Uh, if you can go see Dom for an Abhyanga massage, I highly recommend it. Uh, and then understanding what was behind the massage and what was behind Ayurveda, I realized that there's nothing, uh, there's nothing uh, general about it. It is the most specific way to understand ourselves and understand uh, understand other people. And I'm looking forward to talking to you. I wanted to I wanted to just quickly read. So I've known Dom for I don't even know how many years now, and. Um, mm. Never read his bio until actually just this morning when I was just going to um, speak about being an, a certified Ayurvedic practitioner, Ayurvedic massage therapist. Um, and then I got to the bottom of his bio and I'm going to read it. I hope that's okay, Dom. Well, it's your bio. And yeah, it's go for it. I laughed so hard because he's talking about his Ayurvedic constitution, which Dom and I share an Ayurvedic constitution, which is Pitta Vata, Vata Pitta. Yeah. And, uh, and in reading what he wrote here, I could write the same thing if I were to include it on my own bio. So Dom I have said, no doubt. <laughs> and we have seen each other both in balance and both out of balance enough times. Yeah. So Dom <laughs> says, when in balance, I am curious, conscientious, patient, communicative, creative, sensitive, professional, dedicated, and heart-centered. I'm compassionate about life, people, and the planet. Sounds, sounds pretty amazing. When I'm out of balance, he admits. Here's, and here's, the, bad, here's the bad news. <laughs> I am forgetful, short-tempered, reactive, unfocused, scattered, uncommunicative, and ego-centered. So I, I think today from looking at your face and the sun shining on you, Dom, you're probably more in balance than out of balance. Is that correct? Yeah, I am. I am. I'm, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the sun is definitely nourishing and uh, it's, it's calming or pacifying my vata. So that's, that's good, right? So the vata needs the, the heat and the, the, the warmth. So, so much uh, that you but... didn't forget to show up to the show today. You're on. You remember to show up. <laughs> I yes, remember that, to show up. 
both here. You remembered to show up. Isn't that isn't that amazing? Like I would have done this all on my own, right? Um, so yeah, go. Where do we go from here? Um, I wanted to ask. Just I wanted to ask him. Like uh, we've said, this show is going to touch on DNA and epigenetics, and right now I feel like that's the coolest thing we could possibly be be speaking about. I wanted first, though, if you could just give us a little. I sort of said how I came to discover Ayurveda, which was handy enough with you, but I'm curious uh, a little bit about your path in discovering Ayurveda, if you had begun as I did teaching yoga and then discovering Ayurveda, or what was your path to discovering mm. it? So <clears throat> I did a, uh, a teacher training like you did. Um, this is after many years of practicing yoga. So I've been I had been practicing at that point, but maybe 12 years. And then I got, <clears throat> you know, kind of some, some kind of uh, cosmic communication that came to me and said, you know, why don't you become a yoga teacher? And I had a business at that point, so I, I didn't, but I didn't fight it off. So that that part was good because I it, it's it settled in me and it stirred me in in a good way. So it it, it like lit something up. So I did a, a yoga teacher training. So I started hearing about Ayurveda, but very little. You know, like two hundred, you know, the basic two hundred hour teacher training, maybe three hours of Ayurveda. Um, so that was my first kind of entry point, and but that was a long time ago. Um, fast forward, um, maybe two years later, where I finished my uh, my certification, my yoga certification. I had my business. I ended up. It was a, a very like dramatic and and uh, shifting year, two thousand and ten. So I sold my business, um, left my relationship at that point, and and. You know, where would I go? I, would, I went to India for two months. So um, <clears throat> that's where I started kind of hearing. You can't go, and especially in the South, in Kerala, you cannot turn your head and not, you know, see something Ayurvedic, whether it's a little, uh, a little clinic or a store, you know, pharmacy or whatever. And then <clears throat> in the ashrams that I was staying in, or some of the the, the Westerners that were were there, I started hearing about Ayurveda, Ayurveda massage training etc cetera, etc cetera. and my my field my 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 slate was blank so i had no idea what i was going to go literally literally like no idea where i was going from there after i sold my business so i had some time ahead of me so <clears throat> i started communicating with uh an institute in the north where i was heading um and by email so uh and you know westerners and this pitta kind of uh uh, way of of being right so i wrote to them and i said i heard you 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 offer training when does it start how long is it how much does it cost uh i'm surprised i didn't ask when is lunch break or you know that kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> the most beautiful and and uh, and surprising and appropriate answer they came back i don't know a day or two later and they said, well, yes, we do training, and it starts when you get here. So, <laughs> so it's like my first instinct, again, you know, this pitta, like uh, fiery, you know, result-oriented and judgmental, right? So I said, this is not serious, you know, when I get here. What kind of, you know, what kind of outfit is this? And, <clears throat> but I followed that. I followed that. I There was something in me that, said, you know, go. And I went and I ended up going and I studied with them for two weeks. 
they showed me the abhyanga that that you tried with me that i that i've been practicing ever since <clears throat> but they also gave me an intro to ayurveda so that's where it kind of bloomed or kind of at least uh germinated for me was in india um and this is we're talking like uh nine years ago so and i came back <clears throat> thinking all right something and i bunch a whole i bought a whole bunch of books in in India uh, at, a, at a little bookstore and made a care package and sent all these Ayurvedic books to myself here. Um, so when I got back, I said, okay, I think I'm going to go back, study for a year or maybe a year and a half, become a practitioner. And then <clears throat> by that point, um, I got back in my relationship and my, my girlfriend said, you know, I think there's an Ayurveda center at the corner of our house. And that is, I mean, what what else can be said? So I I literally walked up the street, turned left, and I went to see the uh, Anita, who Anita Sharma uh, and her husband Manu, who are the first people that um, I I studied I started studying Ayurveda with. So the basic foundations of training, the the four hundred hour training, was with her and with them. Um, and since then, <clears throat> I've been doing more um, bodywork training, more uh, advanced uh, or, or bodywork training, massage training in uh, in the states at Kripalu, and uh, advanced modules in Ayurveda in Boston. So I've been going down there for the last three years, and, and the, the most recent one was in August. So we did it uh, through by 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 um, Zoom. So that is kind of the uh, short long story of. How I got to that, and how and, and where Masters, I am now. So right, today. right down the street, a couple blocks away. That's so fantastic. Isn't that like? It obviously seriously. was meant to be. So thankfully, you listened to that niggling feeling that said, uh, "Trust the people who are going to work their course around you on your own time." Because, because it's not a Western thing. Where you know, as you so clearly mentioned a moment ago, we want to know exactly what, exactly when, exactly how. And you open yourself up to see how other cultures do it, and uh, and magic happens right right down the street from you. Thank you, thank you yeah. so much for sharing that. So then, at some thank point, you. it's led you to uh, to pick up this book by Dr. Harry Sharma, and I did uh, I did check it out. I don't have you the book in front out. of me, but so I would be. So this is the uh, book. Mm -hmm. It's called Dynamic DNA: Activating Your Inner Energy for Better Health, and. <clears throat> So Dr. Sharma, I actually met this gentleman. Um, this is, uh, hang on a second, where is it? This is him. And he is, he's an MD, uh, but he's like, he studied Ayurveda. He's, he's, a, he's a fellow at different, you know, like big institutes and, and, and schools and universities. Um, and I met him a few years ago at an Ayurvedic conference in Boston um, that my, my uh, advanced module teacher Anusha Segal uh, was organizing, so she invited us to go and be a part of the uh, the thing, and, and that's where I met. And, and there was a, a whole bunch of basically it was an kind of integrative medicine with Ayurveda, and it was the focus was on cancer and how integrative medicine and Ayurveda can come together to to help and to either prevent or try to find um, ways of um, palliative ways or, or other ways of, of working with uh, different types of cancers. And this is, he was one of the speakers and he actually signed my, he signed the book. So nice. 
Yeah, so I've been reading it and and I think I mentioned to you that, you know, I'm in no way a, a DNA expert or or genetic geneticist or I hope there's not too many geneticists listening uh today. But we are gonna um, call you out on, on the things you mess up. But could you just could you yeah. just briefly kind of give us an overview of what, like the word epigenetics, I, I'm very much immersed in that right now. I recently did a hypnosis course where I was reading uh, Bruce Lipton's book. Uh, okay. Super interesting stuff right now. Could you give us just a very quick thing? Like what, what is DNA? What are epigenetics? Yeah, so, so DNA, I mean, we've all heard of DNA being, you know, the, our genetic code, right? Our, 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 imprint blueprint whatever that is whatever you want to call it <clears throat> it's it's you know the the um two strands of, of genes of chromosomes that come from your mom and your dad that create your own uh dna code or, or genetic code right so um it's what's it it's what we are, you know, mentally, physically, it's what creates, you know, this big nose or, you know, your pretty eyes. And, and um, so it's obviously it's, it's a super important, it's, it's, <clears throat> he, he likens it to, and that's what I find interesting is that he, he, he kind of condenses it and he calls it our recorder. So DNA is obviously <clears throat> molecular structures, cells, and, and nucleoproteins, nucleotides that are, I mean, that's a, the technical aspect that come together. Um, and in the past, so for instance, maybe not you, but my, you know, physics teacher back in, you know, in, let's say in the six, 70s, I shouldn't say 60s, in the 70s or 80s, <laughs> let's say the 80s, all right? Um, back then or maybe yeah the 80s dna was was kind of a fixed thing this is your dna and there's there's no way of getting out of it this, this is your your genetic code this is your makeup and there's no way of changing that um and then epigenetics came along so so the 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 study of the field of epi epigenetics came along uh, and it's a it's a brand new open field. It's it's uh, it's still being uh, understood and explored. And and um, so epigenetics is basically um, a, it's telling us that our genetic code, the actual genes, cannot be changed. But epigenetics is the expression of our genes. So we could through, and this is where Ayurveda comes in, um, through modifications in our lifestyle, in our uh, food, nutrition, um, uh, behavioral process, um, um, this is where we can begin to change the expression of the gene. So this is what epigenetics is exploring. And this is where Dr. Uh, Sharma, <clears throat> you know, kind of studied it as well, of course, um, and saying, "Wait a minute, this is this is sounds similar to to what Ayurveda has been doing and and has known." Because if we go back to the idea that <clears throat> our DNA, um, and, you know, there's a whole study of DNA and uh, heredity, you know, so. Where do where do some of our um, 
hereditary, hereditary genes come from. So my nose, for instance, or certain diseases um, that are inherited, right? He argues that um, based on just acknowledging that the DNA, or at least following up on this, on this idea that DNA is recording, it's, it's this instrument of recording everything that we do, that we think, that we are, that we eat, et cetera, et cetera, um, then everything is, is hereditary, is, is what he's arguing. So it's not just certain like uh, Parkinson's or uh, um, um, certain uh, hemophilia or, or certain diseases that are known to be hereditary. He's saying, well, I'm going to push it and argue that everything is hereditary. So if everything is hereditary, then we could, um, through epigenetics, through this gene modification or modifying the messages that are being sent back to the genes, then we could turn on and turn off certain genes that we kind of train, I guess, if you wish. So that's kind of... I guess the and so does that is that the way then to um, to bring ourselves back into balance? Is that the idea, as we would in Ayurveda, that we're mm. switching off this or switching off that so that we can come closer to? I always look at it coming closer to our true nature, coming I back so. into. That. I mean, yeah. I mean, we can also switch on and switch off the wrong ones, right? And and then um, you know create disease, right? Uh, which again, to, to, according to him, it's everything is hereditary. So, you know, in the womb, and it starts in the womb, uh, you know, and going forward, right? Um, but yes, uh, the short answer is, and this is where it it kind of um, kind of opens up that those possibilities that the DNA itself cannot, the, the actual genes, the twenty thousand genes that we have in our body, cannot be changed. It's the their expression that can be modified. Mm -hmm. It can be wow. yeah. So, so is that like is is it one more case where it's making me laugh a little bit? I think of just something like pranayama, or I think of, no, I won't even say the word pranayama. I'll think uh, I'll say the word breathing techniques. So here in the West, you know, these psychologists are teaching breathing techniques and claiming mm -hmm. breathing techniques when really it's pranayama. <laughs> If you use yeah. a name, so is this idea of epigenetics? Are we? Is this like oh, Western science have has discovered this thing? But but no, really, it didn't. It was really Ayurveda all along. Is that? Am I understanding that that I epigenetics mean, is modern day Ayurveda? I'm I'm you know I'm going to say yes for sure because um, that's you know that's my field of interest and yeah he makes a case that I'm I'm totally open to. Um, and but at, at the same time, you know, if we look at just look at meditation, you know, meditation where now we, you know, science is involved in meditation and looking at exactly. brain yeah. scanning different parts of our brain, right? Um, and now it's almost like they're now confirming what yoga, meditation, Ayurveda, which mm -hmm. kind of exactly. you know, which is kind of a part of the family, right? What what Ayurveda has known, a yoga has known, a meditation or Kundalini, et cetera, et cetera, has known for thousands of years that, uh, and they didn't have, you know, uh, ultrasonic, you know, whatever um, 
things that they can measure things, but they they knew that um, they were there were there is they're altering there there was ways of altering our this epigenetic way of altering our our um, to, at a cellular level. So, and maybe that that can bring me to a little bit more in, in Ayurveda when we talk about the the mahabhutas or the five grand elements in ayurveda so which are which is the foundation of ayurveda it's like what is ayurveda ayurveda are is um what the these five elements are so um the first is ether uh, or space or akasha um, and the space that is that contains us the space that holds everything in us the space that we know up there space in our mind etc cetera, etc cetera. when we talk about spacey people it's this space this this uh, notion or very subtle notion of energy uh, of that kind of energy uh, but it's also physically represented in in our gut in our in our colon in our lungs that kind of space as well so we can we can bring it to that level as well and then there's air which is we know air uh it's mobile it's moving it's drying it's it, it, it's it's cold so this can represent other biological physiological uh and mental aspects of of who we are what makes us up and then we've got fire water and earth so the, those are the the basic foundations of these five grand elements <clears throat> and these are Kind of the manifestation of what at a cellular level what is is in every cell so if every cell every chromosome has these five elements then we're talking about what ayurveda has been talking about for for mm -hmm. thousands of years right so is and, it like i i yeah. think sorry to cut you off that's my vata yeah. <laughs> I'm just having this image too, and I've, I've thought about it, and again, I think it was something that I watched, a clip I watched with Bruce Lipton, uh, again, I'm putting together all the pieces of how much influence he's actually had over me when I didn't even know what his name was, um, but I, I'm thinking of like the divide between the the physics and metaphysics, and how, um, you know, we think of all these metaphysical, unexplainable um, uh esoteric things that are happening or we talk about in the east in the west we let go of that we just stuck with the very physical proven stuff and and india and um certainly other places in the world have, have it seems to me have always embraced the two understanding that we need the physics and the metaphysics and now it seems like from what you're saying in in uh, in his work being able to link uh, link epigenetics to Ayurveda. It just seems like you know one more like oh actually wait This was one more time where where those guys had it figured out But now we can prove it, you know, like there's the inner knowingness yeah. and there's these ancient teachings that have always been there that you kind of have to put Faith and trust in and Ayurveda often gets like I don't know if it gets a bad rep But like it can kind of get shelved on the book of like, you know Esoteric stuff that we can't actually prove but maybe now Western science and how he's making the link we're like, oh Oh, yeah actually there was something here for the last 5,000 years yeah and I think you know uh, you're absolutely right yeah uh, and and we you know we talked about meditation um, uh, breath work what you're talking about you know pranayama um, uh, that is also being used in you know uh, stress management it's being used in, in, in kind of to you know in a mo in a modern you know um, uh, in a modern lifestyle to bring you know to bring uh, more awareness, more presence, 
more calm, et cetera. And, and that is being studied deeper and deeper. Uh, integrative medicine is joining forces and that's where integrative medicine kind of came to be, where they're saying, well, I think we should work close, more closely together because mm. you know th there's something there. It's almost like you know taking off blindfolds and 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 realizing oh and and it's because our we live in a society where everything is hyper focused on one you know let's break it down to let's say you know turmeric right so now I mean turmeric in in India it's like or in, in Ayurveda if you want turmeric to really work. It's got to be used as a whole, you know, root, and not just the curcumin that they sell in a pill. Mm -hmm. That um, so that's the idea, right? So it, it's like the whole, and again, this is holistically. So the whole is always is always going to be more um, uh, more beneficial, or or, or uh, is always going to provide. The the, the 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 deeper um, healing or the deeper you know um, way of uh, finding balance as as you mentioned before, um, and on and on and on you know uh, because I guess we're driven by you know wanting to profit driven to let's sell something let's sell you know curcuma with uh, uh, black pepper or you know uh, now that they're coming up with you know, other herbs that are, you know, they're, they're removing particular, you know, uh, micronutrients, it's not going to work. I mean, it, it, it may do certain things, but in the end, if, if we're not eating in a, in a balanced way, uh, if we're not, um, you know, we talked about the five, uh, the five um, elements, we can talk about, you know, the, 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 um, the six tastes in Ayurveda where we talk about we need all of these six different tastes to make sure that we keep a balanced doshic makeup and a balanced um, constitution, if you wish. Yeah. So we need it um, all. We need we need the physics and the metaphysics. We need both of them to do. understand how life we works. Do. Yeah. And I think that the, the, the physics needs to probably um, integrate more metaphysics or, or, or more of the ancient healing practices uh, because there's wisdom there. Uh, there's wisdom that we've lost um, and that we don't, you know, if we're, not, if we're not observing it, you know, then we don't believe it, right? It's all about science and, you know, seeing is believing. And in Ayurveda, there's, it, there's an element of, uh, the unmanifest, the the you know the the universal, the cosmic part of uh, of of life that that is also part of who we are, and that cannot be measured, that cannot be observed, and yeah, so it's 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 growing. That 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 kind of collaboration is growing, and and it's fun. I feel like privileged to be to be sitting here and, and watching this for instance this book right this this uh, this book is another you know kind of small step forward to to show that 
you're not reinventing anything. You know, this is existing. Instead, I think I think there are many of us can go into learning a learning modality that doesn't have all of that, you know, proof, <laughs> and still trust it and still trust it. Like I'm really realizing these days, there are a lot of issues coming up that I know, I know uh, this is not right, or I know this is right. But you can't ask me to to find you a an article a peer reviewed article. It just it just is in my gut or in my heart. I know that it's right. For some people, that doesn't pass. So yeah. so thankfully, we're starting to have these books come out and a little bit and people who are in kind of both worlds. He seems like he is really in both worlds where he can put it together so that people who are a little uh, who can't go into that place of faith or um, or the more esoteric stuff for, for the whole rest of us to be able to actually say, hey, wait, there is value here. I'm so happy you introduced us to that book. I'm, I'm going to try not to give Jeff Bezos any more of my money, and I'm going to try to find an actual <laughs> bookstore and, and purchase that book um, in the very yeah. near future. And uh, I'm sure that and we could... Uh, you yeah, can probably, please. you know, have, you can maybe even, you know, invite Dr. Sharma to your show and have him oh, I would come love in because to. he also be wrote a, a book treat which is probably the next book I want to read it's called um the answer to cancer so uh and it's it's through obviously you know a western perspective but also uh, an eastern perspective he brings in ayurveda in there so um yeah it's a fascinating it's kind of like you know dipping into the and it's pretty accessible you know if you know a little bit about um, I mean, if you're curious, it's it's accessible. Uh, if you already are in the in the wellness field or yoga or or uh, meditation or anything, because he he, you know, we talked about Ayurveda because Ayurveda is kind of you know, in a sense, the mother of of other things. But we're talking about breath. We're talking about you know, um, uh, karma is another thing that he 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 talks about in 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 the sense that if DNA is recording everything, then karma is part and parcel of this because karma is what's you know past lives and and karmic lives, um, the reactive reaction action reaction and actually I want to I want to just read a quick thing that I that I found very interesting about talks about karma. Um, where is it? That perfect timing. I did a show a couple of weeks ago on ahimsa and vegetarianism and karma. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Now, for all, all of a sudden, I can't find that thing. But anyway, he kind of. Um, uh, he, he talks about how in in physics um, you know there's there's an action and then there's an equal or opposite reaction uh, you know this in the observable thing of, 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 of physics right and what is that if it's not karma right it's action reaction um, so he blends that in and he weaves that into to the book so it's pretty it's pretty cool because it's like oh wow so it's taking a wider perspective of what we, I guess, in the West, you know, always focus narrowly on, you know, the, 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 that particular thing and, and uh, you know, or that particular gene, because there are genes that are, you know, now uh, have been, and that's the, I mean, it's beautiful because they've, they've uh, 
they can narrow down one particular gene for a particular disease, uh -huh. uh, like Huntington's disease. They've narrowed it down to one particular gene, which is, wow, that's, that's amazing. Um, but it's also important to have that wide, wider perspective uh, uh, and see that it's what you're observing has been observed, you know, uh, in, in a different way. And it's, it's existed and it's, it's um, and the, the, I guess the bigger picture is for me anyway, is that they're saying how epigenetics has opened that door to, to, to empowering, I guess, yourself and saying, you know, I can use, I can with lifestyle, with nutrition, the right nutrition, uh, the right kind of uh, behavior, the right uh, stress management uh, skills, uh, environmental factors. Uh, I could change, you know, the expression of certain genes uh, so that it doesn't mean that because, you know, you were born with that particular gene that, um, you know, being obese, so the obese, you know, like obesity is, oh, you know, that's it. You're going to be obese. No, and it does, that. and it does come back to like obviously as a mom and who, as somebody who's so focused on maternity now. In my mind, all I'm thinking is, wow, epigenetic, epigenetics, and uh, and our offspring. That's now what I'm what I'm trying to wrap my mind around after this conversation. How exciting! Thank you, Dominic. Yeah. I was. Um, I wanted wow. to ask if people uh, want to come see you. You do um, Ayurvedic consultation, and you do some pretty sweet massages. I will tell you once again. <laughs> Dom Thank was you. my my exclusive massage therapist for many years, and I should probably come back in the in the near future because it's chilly out there and uh, and and yeah. uh, fast moving out there in this season. Uh, so where can people find you, and uh, where can so what kind of packages do you have? Yeah, so I just actually uh, created a you know kind of professional page that I've not had for for a long time. So I'm going to put it in the little chat. I'm going to show you. I'm going to put the link. We in can there. put it at the end in the comments. Yeah. Okay. I don't know sure. If perfect. Yep. Um, so they can definitely you know connect with me there. They can do a Google search uh, as well. Dominic Tambuzzo. Um, there's only one. <laughs> Uh, Ayurveda, and there's there's ways of connecting with me through through there. But we can put the the uh, the link here, share my webpage. Uh, there's one maybe one last thing that I would like to mention because I, it was launched today. Is that I'm offering um, gift certificates for for the holidays. Uh, so the gift certificate is this is kind of the Ooh. physical gift certificate. Can you buy yeah. one for me, Dom? Huh? Can you buy me one? Can I buy you one? Oh, can I buy can you, you one? <laughs> How about asking one of your viewers to, save the to offer you one? I'm Those sure are snazzy. Well done, Dom. So, yeah, so we thanks. can reach out to you on the internet. And, uh, so and this is if you're actually, looking, uh, yeah, this is actually the physical one. If somebody wants me to send them or send somebody that they want it to be sent to, then I could write down the person's name, blah, blah, blah. Otherwise, there's a link on my the page that I created, and there's a gift certificate link, and they can fill out the form, and they can also do it digitally or, or electronically that way and, and give me all the information about in whose name, whether it's for them or somebody else, uh, the amount, et cetera. It's pretty easy. Perfect timing. Yeah, on December 11th, now, now we're uh, steering away once again from doing all of our shopping on Amazon, and we're going to go purchase a... A gift certificate for Nabianga with Dominic Tom. And it's so. local. It's help local Ayurvedic people. Yes. Like you too. <laughs> like me right? too. 
Thank you so much, Dom. I, I can't believe Thank after you. all this time, we finally had a chance to connect face to face or at least screen to screen. And uh, screen to I look screen. forward to seeing you at some point in real life, Dom. And for everybody else who's listening, thank you so, so much for listening today. I hope you join me next week speaking. We touched on a few of the things that I will talk about next week. Um, uh, we're gonna talk about Satya and, uh, and the truth. And I think uh, searching for truth in these times is, uh, is not is not always super easy. So please join me next week, uh, 1.30 so, oh, p.m. on Friday. Well, this is yeah, me. You can so join too. You can tune in, Dom. This is me. I will this is all in. me. Next Friday, 1.30. Yes, unless you forget, unless the vata creeps in there again. Go get yourself a nice massage so you can ground yourself. Thank you so much, Dom. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you again soon. Peace. Thank you very much. Peace to you.